ketosis or acetonemia, etiology. Clinical ketosis or acetonemia is a relatively common metabolic disease of lactating cows that typically occurs within the first six to seven weeks of lactation and is characterized by abnormally elevated levels of the ketone bodies acetic acid or ACAC, acetone or AC, and beta-hydroxybutyrate or BHB in body tissues and fluids. Subclinically affected cattle are hypoglycemic, ketonomic and ketouric. It is suggested that clinical ketosis may manifest as two types of syndromes, the wasting form and the nervous form, with the former being more frequently observed. The wasting form presents as rapid loss of weight and reduced milk yield over a period of days. These animals will often reduce their feed intake and have a dull appearance. The clinical examination is often unremarkable. However, ketones will be present in blood or urine. The nervous form has clinical signs similar to those described above, but also includes neurological signs indicating a central disturbance. These animals may repeatedly lick or suck on various objects, appear blind, have muscle tremors or show signs of incoordination and hyperesthesia. Diagnosis. This is often made on clinical signs and signalment. There are several tests available. Blood, BHB. A definitive diagnosis should be made based on the presence of ketonomia, specifically BHB levels within the blood of greater than 1400 millimoles per litre, or a urine ketone test strip. However, that only detects the presence of ACAC and AC, not BHB. Or Rothera's test on urine or blood. However, that only detects the presence of ACAC and AC, not BHB. Milk dipstick tests based on sodium nitroprusside powder. However, these tests are not commonly utilised. Treatment. Common treatment protocols consist of intravenous dextrose, 500 mils of 50% dextrose, oral propylene glycol. There are several regimens recommended with once daily dosing or twice daily dosing. Cyanocobalmin or vitamin 12, B12 injection. Additional therapies include glucocorticoids, corticosteroids for the effect of producing a prolonged hyperglycemia, insulin for its anabolic effects in decreasing fat breakdown. Prognosis. Most affected cattle respond well to treatment. However, freshly calved cows with a blood level of greater than or equal to 6 millimoles per litre of BHB are also likely to have fatty liver and therefore have a poor prognosis. Hypomagnesemia or grass tetany. Etiology. Subclinical or chronic hypomagnesemia occurs due to the depression of dry matter intakes and results in reduced milk yields and body condition 
and increased susceptibility to diseases such as milk fever. Acute hypomagnesemia occurs at grazing, particularly in the spring and autumn. However, cases can occur at any time of the year when magnesium intakes are not sufficient to meet demands, including during housing and in dry cows. The clinical presentation of hypomagnesemia varies from peracute to subclinical or chronic. Peracute hypomagnesemia can present as sudden death, with disturbed soil around the feet of the animal indicating paddling. Acute hypomagnesemia presents with initial apprehension, nervousness and hyperesthesia, with high head carriage, twitching of muscles, especially the head, and incoordination. There is rapid progression with collapse into lateral recumbency, convulsions leading to coma and death. Progression into convulsions may be precipitated by stress, such as a response to a noise, touch, herding, restraint, inserting the needle for an intravenous injection, etc. The subclinical or chronic form often goes unrecognised. Cows may appear slightly nervous, reluctant to be milked or herded, with depression of dry matter intake and loss of milk yield. Occasional cases may progress to clinical signs of acute hypomagnesemia. The other main symptom of subclinical hypomagnesemia in dry cows is hypocalcemia. Diagnosis in the field. The diagnosis is often confirmed by response to treatment. To confirm the diagnosis via blood tests, a blood sample should be taken prior to treatment. Plasma magnesium concentrate of less than 1.2 milligrams per deciliter or 0.5 millimoles per litre is diagnostic. On post-mortem examination, within 24 hours of death, the vitreous humour can be used to confirm the diagnosis. Vitreous humour magnesium concentrations of less than 1.8 milligrams per deciliter or 0.75 millimoles per litre are indicative of hypomagnesemia. Treatment. The following treatment protocol is recommended. Intravenous injection of a commercially available calcium and magnesium solution. Magnesium sulfate solution is 200 mils of a 50% solution and this should be given subcutaneously. 60 grams of magnesium oxide should be offered in the feed daily for several days post-recovery. Prognosis. Approximately 30% of cows showing clinical acute hypomagnesemia will die, although spontaneous recovery can occur. The animals may still be hyperesthetic, evidence of convulsions in the field, mud on the flanks of the cow, etc. Relapses are common even after adequate treatment. The majority of the rest of the herd may be subclinically affected. Sweet clover dihydroxycumeral poisoning. Etiology. Dicumeral poisoning associated with Militotus alba or sweet clover and Anthoxanthum odoratum or sweet vernal grass. Grazing these crops is not considered to be a risk, but ingesting hay or silage contaminated with mould, including Aspergillus penicillium and mucor, can be a risk. These mould species convert cumarin and 
melilitonin to dicumeral, which are analogues of vitamin K, which interfere with the synthesis of vitamin K dependent coagulation factors 2, 7, 9 and 10. This interference results in the inhibition of the normal blood clotting mechanisms. Affected cattle show clinical signs of lethargy, reluctance to move, spontaneous haemorrhage leading to large hematomas, swollen joints, blindness due to the haemorrhage into the orbit, mucosal haemorrhages and pallor, epistaxis and recovery. Diagnosis of the condition is based on the history of exposure, clinical signs and prolonged blood clotting time. Treatment. Remove cattle from the source, i.e. remove feed from the diet. A single dose of vitamin K at a rate of 1 to 3 milligrams per kilo intramuscularly is recommended. Cattle with severe anemia will benefit from a blood transfusion. Prognosis. The earlier the disease is recognised and treatment administered, the better the prognosis. Brassica poisoning. Etiology. There are several species of Brassica that contain pretoxin, which is no N-toxic, S-methyl-L-cysteine-sulfoxide or SMCO. These species include kale, rape, turnips, swede, chumoulier and colrabi. The pretoxin SMCO is of moderate concentration in the green parts of the plant and concentration rises as the plant matures, i.e. flowering head and seeds. The concentration of the pretoxin SMCO also increases in the plant during periods of stress. Within the rumen the microflora convert the pretoxin SMCO into dimethyl disulfide, a hemolytic agent. Once the hemolytic agent enters the bloodstream, it is absorbed into erythrocytes, where the, it causes oxidative damage to the hemoglobin molecule, resulting in the formation of Heinz bodies. The damaged erythrocytes are removed from the circulation and the animal becomes anemic. Clinical signs usually develop between one and three weeks of grazing the brassica plants and the clinical signs observed may vary from acute to chronic outlined shortly. Acute poisoning results in sudden death as a result of an acute hemolytic anemia episode. Subacute poisoning, lethargy and weakness, varying degrees of tachnea and tachycardia, pale mucous membranes, or possible mild to moderate jaundice, haemoglobinuria, diarrhoea and pyrexia. Chronic poisoning. This is generally present as an ill-thrifty animal. Usually several animals in a herd are affected at the same time. Please note, anemia is not a common clinical sign of chronic poisoning. Other clinical syndromes seen with SMCO include photosensitization, nitrate or nitrite poisoning, acute pulmonary edema and emphysema and blindness. The blindness is likely due to high sulphur levels within the plant, resulting in polioencephalomalacia. Diagnosis. The diagnosis is generally based on the history of exposure to brassica plants and clinical signs of a low packed cell volume 
PCV and haemoglobin concentration with erythrocytes containing Heinz bodies. Treatment. There is no specific treatment for brassica poisoning other than supportive therapies, including a blood transfusion. Prognosis is fair to good. Affected animals are likely to remain ill-thrifty for many weeks after clinical disease. High femur. Etiology. Hemorrhage into the anterior chamber of the globe. This event is usually due to a traumatic insult. However, it may be due to sepsis or occur spontaneously due to iatrogenic thrombocytopenia. Diagnosis. This is based on a thorough ocular and periocular examination and the history of the patient. Treatment. This may be dependent on the underlying cause. Prognosis is good for affected animals with the majority of cases having the condition resolve and gain full vision once again. Lead toxicity. Etiology. This depends on the source of the lead and the amount ingested. The signs associated with lead poisoning can range from acute, in which case it's sudden death, to chronic. Common sources of lead are lead paint, lead acid, batteries and waste motor oil. Once the lead is ingested, it commonly resides in the reticulum, where it undergoes slow conversion to soluble lead acetate. When large amounts of lead acetate enter the bloodstream, it binds irreversibly to erythrocyte proteins and the aged erythrocytes are removed by the reticuloendothelial system, where the soluble lead complexes are deposited in tissues throughout the body, including nervous tissue and bone. The acute lethal dose of lead is between 220 and up to 600 milligrams per kilo in calves and 600 to 800 milligrams per kilo in adult cattle. The subacute to chronic dose of lead is between 5 and 7 milligrams per kilo. Clinical signs of toxicity may vary depending on the amount and type of lead ingested. The presentations can be divided into peracute, acute, subacute and chronic. In the peracute cases, the affected animals are found dead. In the acute cases, this is rapidly progressive. 12 to 24 hours before death, they can be found with staggering, muscle tremors, depression, ataxia, blindness, hyper-irritability, bellowing, head pressing, muscle twitching, spastic twitching of the eyelids, jaw chomping and bruxism, circling, mania or frenzy, salivation, frothing at the mouth, rumen atony or bloat, abdominal pain. In calves, a difficulty of swallowing or sucking is seen. In the final stages of the toxicity, hyperesthesia, tetany, epistotonus and convulsions are observed. Subacute. The older cattle present with dullness, complete anorexia, blindness or due to a loss of the PLR, abdominal gait, aimless wandering and tremors. Gastrointestinal clinical signs observed include initial constipation followed by diarrhoea, colic, bruxism and rumen atony. In the chronic cases, the affected animals present with weakness, muscle wasting, 
anemia, weight loss or poor growth. Diagnosis of this condition can be made using the following methods. Blood sampling and elevated heparinized blood lead levels greater than 0.5 milligrams per litre. Note that the blood lead levels can fluctuate. Blood film examination and demonstrating a microcytic hypochromic anemia with basophilic stippling, although this is not a reliable diagnostic criterion. Post-mortem examination shows an identification of lead ingester such as lead particles or paint flakes in the gastrointestinal tract, cerebral swelling and edema. This is shown by flattened jari and congestion of the meninges. The affected animal may or may not have encephalomalacia, as demonstrated by yellow discoloration of the cerebral cortex. The encephalomalacia does not fluoresce under a Woods lamp like PEM due to the thiamine deficiencies. Liver and kidney biopsies or samples and a lead assay can be performed showing greater than 10 milligrams per le of lead per kilo for liver and 25 milligrams of lead per kilo for kidney. These are diagnostic. Environmental investigation to demonstrate access to the lead. Treatment. The treatment of lead toxicity consists of removing the animals from having access to the source of lead, removing the source of the lead within the animal via gastric lavage or ruminotomy, sedation of the affected animal to relieve the convulsions, cathartics administered orally such as magnesium sulphate at 500 milligrams per kilo, manage the cerebral edema with dexamethasone at 1 to 2 milligrams per kilo and mannitol at 1 to 2 milligrams per kilo in a 20% solution. Chelate the absorbed lead using CAEDTA at a rate of between 100 and 200 milligrams per kilo per day intravenously or subcutaneously divided into two treatments daily for two to three days. The treatment may need to be extended depending on the response of the affected animal. Other supportive therapies, thiamine at 5 to 10 milligrams per kilo per day intravenously may have a beneficial effect when used in conjunction with CAEDTA therapy. DMSA may help nephrotoxic and residue effects. Prognosis. The prognosis for the affected animal is dependent on the age of the animal, amount and type of lead ingested and the time of onset of clinical signs. Clinical improvement after intensive treatment may occur over two to three days while blindness may take up to three weeks. It is common for some animals to partially recover from an acute toxicity and go on to be poor doers with chronic ill thrift and poor fertility.